What role do you play in life? What role do you play in your life? What role do you play in other people's lives? What role do they play in yours? What role do they play in their own? Just think about it. guys what's going on welcome to the bird brain podcast where the ghosts rise above it all stay elevated create that infinity up your you i'm your host isaiah first of all i want to shout out my new patrons shout out my new spotify subscribers shout out my new apple subscribers um yes i wanted to start that off by saying thank you much gratitude and appreciation welcome <laughs> welcome 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 and I hope you guys had a good, safe Friday the 13th. It's funny. I am such a, uh, I'm not like really superstitious. Uh, I'm not. But it's funny. I do like to get into like the mood of it, especially since it was October and Friday the 13th. I was like, that's crazy. So I hope you guys had a safe one or if anything came up. It's just been a wild ride in terms of this year. I think uh, a lot of full moons. A lot of eclipses, um, a lot of change in the air, a lot of change in the air. And, you know, it's so interesting to see what the change looks like, what it brings about. Uh, And also understanding that we all change at different times, if that, right? Like in, in change, when I say change, I always say there's a difference between change and growth, Right, I don't. I I say people don't necessarily change. They grow more into who they are, or they spend a lot more time trying to avoid it. Right, Um, that's my take. You know, that's not law, but from what I've understood and (laughs) working (laughs) with people and also working on myself, there are still things from. from a very young age that I still kind of do things like, and from a very young age, who I am is just kind of always been there and I've done nothing but grow, right. In terms of expansion, in terms of awareness of certain things, in terms of, you know, recreating different patterns in terms of just like, Understanding more of Isaiah versus trying to get away from Isaiah. Um, one of my clients asked such a, an amazing question. He said, when do you, when do you, how often do you stay connected to yourself? Or what, what, what opportunities do you find to connect to yourself? Because I've noticed um, when I am feeling pretty disconnected from myself. And it was something subtle just recently where it was like, 
I was doing so much in the day and in the week and just working and my mind was, you know, preoccupied with so many other things. And by the end of the night, I was like, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything where it's like, I don't want to work. I don't want to pick up my book. I don't want to um, necessarily pick up my phone. I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to sit, right? I just wanted to sit. And I realized it was because I didn't have the time to do that in the day. Like there was no moment for rest or just kind of like uh, recharge or to connect. So doing nothing towards the end of the night was like, I, I need to not do anything. I need to not do something because I'm always doing something, right? And it was such a good question because, you know, they asked, you know, how long do you connect, you know, how much time do you take to connect with yourself? It's like six hours, you know, uh, a couple minutes, whatever the case may be. And throughout the day, it's like, I may try to connect to myself, but it's not as, um, it's, it's not a stable connection. You get what I'm saying? It's not a stable connection. And I realized that the last couple of days, it was kind of like a little protest behavior where, or what do they call it? Revenge. It's something revenge where basically you stay up later because you feel like you didn't get the day. So you now stay up later to try to have control over that. And I can't really stay up late by design just because I wake up naturally four or five in the morning. Um, and then I go right to the gym, right? That's, that's the first thing I typically do when I wake up, wake up, shower, go to the gym. And that's just a part of who I am. It's, it's, uh, my body is disciplined to, to have that. And even on days I may not want to go, I go. And I noticed that when I am kind of in that mode of operation or not, when I start falling by the wayside, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not connected to myself. And it was a good observation, right? And it was a good question. My clients ask me some dope questions because it makes me sit back and, and just pause and think. And, you know, something else I was thinking about recently in terms of the roles of relationships for me. The role I play in my relationships, the role I play in my own life, the role other people play in my life and the role that they play in their own lives. And I was just examining some things, right? I was exploring the feelings. I was exploring some previous experiences. And I make silent promises to myself. I do this thing where it's like, I don't necessarily say what I'm going to do out loud. I just decide this is what I'm going to be doing moving forward. Or this is what I desire moving forward. And it's a silent promise to myself because it's, it requires more work for me than it's a demand from other people, right? So in terms of roles, I was like, you know what? What dynamic am I noticing in my relationships with certain people? What is the dynamic? And I asked you to explore that too. What's the dynamic for your relationships? Are you the giver all the time? Are you the helper, the fixer? Are you the taker? Uh, 
You know, a lot of times people will not admit that they are the takers in their relationships because people don't want to be perceived as selfish or self-absorbed, etc. But they'll show you. <laughs> That's the beauty about it. People may not always tell you who they are. They'll show you, though. They would definitely show you. And that's something that I've been just exploring, you know. And I've been paying attention to what naturally, what what feels natural in my body to do and why. And what no longer feels natural anymore and why. And when you kind of explore and process, like for example, if you're the giver, why are you the giver? Why? Why is that your role in your relationships? You know, one of the things I like to challenge people on is when they say, you know, I'm an empath, so I'm just meant to give and I'm meant to feel people's emotions, etc., whatever. And I asked them, I was like, what does that have to do with uh, boundaries? It, it almost seems like you're saying that in order to be an empath, you have to lack boundaries and you have to be well-equipped to be abused. And well-equipped to be abused means that you have to be willing to forego your needs and a level of self-respect. Basically, you have to be willing to be a doormat. Your role in life is a doormat. And that's just basically with the, you know, the dialogue that I hear from people where, where they become kind of defensive. Like, well, you know, I'm a giver, so this is just what life has always been. Or, you know, I'm, um, I'm a woman. And this is what society has taught. And it's funny in terms of like gender norms. There is some truth to that, right? The givers in in certain ways are typically more dominated for women. Where it's like the barren without complaint, giving, people pleasing, all those things, right? Um, And I like to challenge that. The reason why is because if you take a look at what you're doing and the role you're playing, and then you take a look at the role other people play in your life, you'll notice certain imbalances a lot of times. And if you're not fully connected to yourself, it may just come up in resentment. Uh, it may come up in uh, disconnect of some sort. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna reveal itself in a very interesting way. A very interesting way. And when you notice your role or the role that you've been playing, I want you to simply ask yourself who. Who told me I had to play this role? Who says? Who's telling me I have to play this role now? What are the consequences if I don't? Right? And it's nuanced, right? Because you may have a life that's set up to operate and function in that way now because of, you know, kids, uh, financial reasons, etc. There may be certain checks and balances that are in place that kind of force you to feel like you are in this role permanently. But I just want you to ask who, 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 who chose that for you and who's still choosing it for you?
you know, sometimes we're so fearful that people may like us or dislike us. We, we fear that the people who don't like to take care of us may not like us if we decide to change our role in their lives, right? Or we change their role in ours. But if you slow down that thinking process, if someone does not like me because I do not like how they treat me, then that means that they didn't like me to begin with. They just like what I gave to them. They like what they were able to take from me. They like what I was offering. They like the idea of them never having to take care of me, right? That's what we learn when we stop playing a certain role in people's lives and we stop playing a role in our own lives, right? We, we stop playing the... What's the word for? You stop playing the person... You stop abandoning yourself in your own life to be present for other people. That kind of comes to a halt, right? And when you stop playing those roles in your own life, right? The, everything kind of shifts in a very interesting way. It's like, okay, well, what was I doing this for? And what would be the benefits of me doing it moving forward? Who told me I had to be this person? Who told me I had to take care of everybody and nobody was supposed to take care of me? Who told me that? I want you to point it out. Who said those specific words? And then I want you to ask, whoever said that to you before, what's their place in your life now? Because if you're listening to this, you're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult. You're old enough to some capacity to make certain decisions. So I want you to ask yourself, whatever role you were used to playing, um, who, who designated you to, to be in that role? Or was it more of a subconscious thing because you understood in order for me to be liked or be taken care of, taken care of, and I use taken care of lightly, in order for me to kind of fit into a room, I needed to have a reason to be there. And my reason to be there was to take care of everybody else. And it's funny because a lot of times the people who caregivers, a lot of times the people who label themselves as the givers, as the impasse, the Sarah, it's a very wounded life, if for, for lack of a better word, where it's like there's a lot of martyrdom. There's no reward for the risk. If anything, it's a loss of self-identity, right? It's a loss of self-identity. It's a loss of self-respect, right? It's a lack of boundaries, you know, and it's a lack of community that also supports. And I was watching this video recently where the guy was saying that, you know, givers a lot of times they push away other givers because they're not used to being given to. So even givers don't know how to necessarily keep relationships that are reciprocal. Because they exist in the company of people who just take. And that's the role, right? That's the roles that everybody. That's the role. That's the role you play in, your, in somebody else's life. That's the role they play in your life. And the role you play in your own life. You know, it's some funny. A lot of times 
if you look at the role you play in somebody else's life, it's important to look at the role you play in your own life. If you're a giver, how often do you give to yourself? And just like with takers, how often do they take from themselves? It doesn't happen, right? It doesn't happen. So I want you to ask yourself, why do I play the role that I play? What is my role, first of all, and why do I play it? You will never lose something from a taker. <laughs> a person that is perpetually taken from you, you're never going to lose anything from them because all they did was show up to take from you. Right? And then I want you to think, you know, why does it feel so weird for other people to take care of me if you're not used to it? What, what, what's the hang up there? What, what dialogue shows up? What feelings arise in your body when somebody tries to take care of you? This is what being connected to yourself looks and feels like and sounds like. Understanding the role that you're playing and why you continuously play it, right? If it's the wanting to be liked, how, how far does that get you? Being liked by who? By who? And just because somebody likes something about you doesn't mean they like the idea of taking care of you. It's very different. Yes? That's something we also overlook too. It's like, oh, you know, this person said that they like my energy. They like this. They, they said I have such good energy. Okay, what do you like about that person? What have they shown you that you like? How forthcoming are they with, you know, their qualities and, you know, their willingness to be intentional and show up and all those things? You got to ask yourself, when you do give to others, where are you, where, what are you taking from? What's the source that you're taking from? Because if it's yourself, you got to reevaluate that. Are you taking from yourself? And it feels weird, right? When you stop giving from kind of like an empty well or empty tank, it may initially feel like betrayal or guilt or you're riddled with shame of like, oh, I just got to take care of this person, whatever. But sometimes the best thing to do to understand your relationships is to stop giving. If that's all you do, if that's your role in other people's lives, I want you to stop, try. Stop over giving. Right? I'm not saying become this selfish monster because if that's, again, who you are is who you are. If you're not that, don't be that. Like, it, it's, it's this idea that now I have to turn cold and I have to be this monster. You don't have to do that. That is not the goal. You know what I'm saying? That is not it. You know, stop trying to be somebody different. Stop trying to be something that you're not. However, recognize what role you're playing and how authentic, how authentic it is to you. Versus what you feel uh, acclimated to be because of what you think it gives you in return. If you're going to give, give in the spaces that also give. And if you look at on the internet, everybody's a giver, so it shouldn't be that hard to find other givers. <laughs> Everybody's a giver, right? Everybody has this deep well of empathy and 
you know, all these things. And it's not to knock anyone, actually. It's just an observation. You know, a lot of times people are not as the thing as they think they are. But again, people like the idea of being things more than they like the responsibility or truth that comes with that, right? Because being a truly authentic person will get you people that don't like you. You will be disliked because you're authentic, right? And that's the part that people don't tell. Like everybody says, yeah, I'm real, I'm genuine, et cetera. But it's like, you know, being that kind of person, you're not necessarily going to have a, a, a full room. The reason why is because when you are that way, you do have boundaries, you do have self-respect, and people can't really take from you in that way. You keep your space. And that's the goal. You want to be in the company of, of like-mindedness, but also like um, similar intentions, you know? Not just somebody who says what they like about you and what you do for them. How do they like to take care of you? It's a big difference, right? So just think about that. Think about the role that you play in your life. Think about the role you play in your life. Think about the role you play in other people's lives. And then think about the roles that people play in your life and the roles they play in their own. And the roles they may play in other people's lives, right? That's good too. Like seeing observation of how people may show up in other spaces in comparison to you. That's something I've noticed. And a lot of times if there's like a certain discrepancy or deviation, I take that in as information. I'm like, okay, so you have the ability to do certain things. It just doesn't happen when it comes to our space. All right. Okay. What's the reason for that? And then I go from there. Like I said, I make silent promises to myself. And a lot of those typically look like I desire to be in the company of people who also value community and are participants in their community, right? Are participants in our community. And when you kind of plant that seed in yourself, roles will be changed naturally. You got to be okay with that. Because a lot of times there are certain people that you've known for a while that will not really exist anymore because the there's no space for the role, right? The role that you used to play, you don't play that anymore. The role that they used to play, if they were constantly present to just take, there's no room for that anymore. So things are naturally going to change. And it can be it can be an abrupt change sometimes. But once you understand your role and your why, and you're deciding that you want something different, things may change. And be open to it, because a lot of times that change or that transition or that growth is very much to your benefit. Okay? So that's all I got. Think about that. Process it. Um... And yeah, you know what? Honestly, if this is something you want to work through in, in coaching, this is what I do. So um, book with me, book a session, um, and let's talk about it. But I've realized a lot of times, you know, when I do work with people, they, you know, they start listing off their responsibilities or their relationship dynamics, and I catch it. And I'm like, oh, this is this, is this thing. Let's, let's change that. Let's change it. 
because that may it may have been something that you've done for a while but it's not necessarily who you are it's not your full identity and there may be other things that exist within you that is very much more you and you just got away from it because you felt the need to be liked right so with that being said huh, take a deep breath <laughs> relax your shoulders i just did that think about it okay and tell people that you're grateful for them it's never too hard remind people that you're grateful for them i think that's important okay but yes take care of yourselves take care of each other and take flight